What's up, guys? Winners here podcast. Back with the whole crew. Doing our recap of uh, episode five. The Bells is what it's titled. As I said last night, it should have been titled Hell Hath No Fury. That was fitting. Um, on Mother's Day, of all days, definitely expected something like this to happen. Didn't uh, Terry or uh, Tywin get killed on Father's Day when it aired on Father's Day? He sure did. So why not just continue the trend like this show always does? Right hey, on Adam, the if you're going to cough and try to block your mic, uh-huh. do the other side where the mic is. You grabbed the wrong side to fucking cover it up. I was like, what is he doing? <laughs> Backwards. Do you dab when you cough? No, I'm just, <clears throat> just an idiot. <clears throat> All right, well, we're just going to keep moving. Um, back to what I was, and I'm not even going to cut that because I thought that shit was funny and I wish everybody at home could see that. Um, no, so I mean, it's fitting that, uh, that seriously dies this episode on Mother's Day. I think it's also fitting that we get to see Danny finally just make the complete the 180 and turn heel on Mother's Day. Who better than the mother of dragons to uh, become an evil little bitch? Um, like but I mean, that. from the get go, do what? Like they had it planned out or something. Almost. Almost. So I guess, you know, everything kicks off with Varys. And, you know, he's sitting in the dark writing letters. You don't really see everything he's writing, but you see that he's writing about John and the rightful heir. There's a knock on the door, and you see him, like, pause, which is obviously foreshadowing when that little girl comes in. Because <laughs> the next time you see him, it's sitting there again. Next time you hear a knock, he ends up burning the letter. I'm just going to cut that right there because Jesus Sorry. Christ. I tried to cover it. Am I not? <laughs> no. Am I grabbing the wrong side? It sounded like you held a megaphone up to that motherfucker. And yeah, I did. I had it up like this. Like, I don't even know where the microphone is. Oh, <laughs> come out. So that second knock at the door, you know, like I said, you see him burn the paper, starts taking his rings off. You know he's toast. We knew Varys was going to die here. We just didn't know how yet. And the scene that leads up to it is when he's talking to John about him being, you know, the rightful heir and shit like that. And John obviously being John and continuing to make stupid decision after stupid decision after stupid decision. He just immediately blows him off, storms off. They show Tyrion. At that point, you can see on Tyrion's face that he's made his decision. Just plain and simple. You know it right then and there. And then that kind of leads into uh, him talking to Danny, which honestly I think was a, it was a smart move on his part because if I'm him, I'd rather her hear it from me than hear it from someone else first. That didn't work out for him because she already knew, but he at least tried to get ahead of the, the issue because he knows she knows that that he's the one that told Varys. She knows exactly what happened. Did she know or she said it? Okay. Yeah, Yeah, she she says, because like he said, he was looking pretty rough in this scene. Oh, she looked like, you tell she had what, like she'd been crying? She hadn't eaten in days. Yeah, she hadn't eaten. She was losing Yeah, they did mention that. Yeah, she's not, she was looking pretty rough. 
Yeah, I want to come back to that when we talk more about what happens later in the episode, like specifically that, like her emaciated state in isolation. You did tell Varys if he ever, you know, did her wrong, she was going to burn him alive. You get my dictionary out and look up emaciated. 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 (laughs) Got it. (laughs) Write that down. Do you uh, you need me to spell it? Mm, Uh... I'll use autocorrect. A lot of big um, words come out your mouth. Yeah, she, uh, you can tell she's not doing hot. Uh, the whole time you definitely see Tyrion's face and he, you can tell he's scared. Like, I feel like Tyrion's been in a lot of shitty situations, but you generally don't see him like scared. Even when he was going down to, to free the dragons. That's not the look that he had on his face. He had a very like apprehensive look on his face with the dragons, but this shit's just you can tell he's he's scared shitless of her. And I think that ultimately that's what makes him not go with Varys and trying to overthrow her. But that should have been the reason that he stopped supporting her. You shouldn't fear your queen like that not in that state like you should respect them but not fear them like that yeah right, he's, he's made, not he's queen had, yet he's had a they, quite a few major then? fuck-ups yeah this is pretty like that she said what she said to him in the scene the next time you fail me will be the last time you fail me yep he's he's scared shitless of her so that leads to you know like i was talking about various down there burning the letter and stuff he gets taken out Tyrion goes right up to him lets him know you know like they they have a a good moment there like you can tell that those guys you know there's a lot of respect there um I I really enjoyed that scene I did think I mean we touched on this on the recap too um last night but it's like only the Lannisters get to say goodbyes Tyrion and the the big thing we didn't discuss was Tyrion and Jamie, which we'll get to in a minute. But they had a, a moment, Tyrion and Varys, uh, Jamie and Cersei. Like it's only the Lannisters that get to say goodbyes, apparently. Yeah. But um, Tyrion finds out, you know, in that conversation through Danny that Jamie got caught, and they're you know they got him captive, and that scene, it very very emotional. But it's also a repayment. I think maybe Adam said that last night. I don't know if that was on the podcast or not. But it was payback for when Jamie freed Tyrion. So, you know, he got to repay that favor. And then, you know, when he's talking, man, like, that shit made me tear up. Like, that was probably, like, one of the most emotional things I've seen on there, to be honest. And you can just see that part of the... Yeah, yeah. And a lot of it, this whole episode is very dependent on watching the emotion on the the characters' faces. Like, there are a lot, there's a shit ton of stuff going on, like, with, you know, the dragons and all that going on that we'll get to. But every time you see something that's not a chaotic scene, it's usually one of the characters' faces, and it's... A very like strong moment. Like you get to see a lot just based off of their emotions. And with Tyrion in this one, you pretty much see like you know he's expecting to die for this. If things go well, or you know like 
it, he'll be he'll be okay. But if shit goes sideways like it did and it doesn't work out, he knows he's dead. He's the one and person. Jamie, Jamie tells him that he had an entire plan to save all of the innocent people. The bells. I mean, all, most of that was his idea. So he he told them stand down if you hear the bells like it's over, you win. He tried. I mean, that was all. Yeah, he tried to save everybody. I think he did everything he he could without directly disobeying Danny to help as many people as he could. Yeah. Well, that's a good point because uh, Tarion didn't really start getting like super scared over till they made it to Westeros because that's probably like the main concern is. She's getting ready to murder a bunch of motherfuckers and these dragons if I don't. That's all he's he's wanted from her though this entire time. And I mean, really in general, is he just doesn't want King's Landing to be destroyed, and he does more more importantly, he doesn't want the civilians to be killed. But he, I think, at this point, like or, you know, prior just leading up to this, he he still had that hope, which. For whatever reason, like, I didn't think that this shit was going to work out at all whatsoever. So I wasn't worried about any any of that shit going down. But I did have the thought when Jamie was trying to escape that he would get away. And that would immediately make it look like Tyrion just helped Jamie escape. And that would be his. I mean, either way, it's going to be his demise if that's the route that they go. You mean like he wouldn't have gone after Cersei? He would have just dipped himself. No, I mean like if they got away, just in general, even one way or the other. If if both of them made it, or if just Jamie made it, either way, he's pretty much screwed at this point. I think he Um, he was he was willing to die. Yeah, and he, he says that in his speech, but I mean, even before he starts talking, you just, you see something different. Like, you see a pain in him that you really haven't seen. I think, like, the most pain you've really seen from him, like, emotionally is when, right before he kills, uh, what's her name? Shay. 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 But that immediately goes to, like, just fury almost, like rage, which you don't get to see from him very often either. You know, that might be something to look for uh, next episode is like them soldiers or somebody telling on Tyrion. And yeah, I mean, there were a bunch of... Maybe, maybe he gets killed next episode because of all that. There yeah, that would be considered... Right there. That's that would treason. be an act of treason. Yeah. Yeah, like, yeah. Yeah, yeah she'll lie well, about let's talk that. about the... Because he got the key the from Davos, right? Um, I don't know. He asked Davos for favor i thought that favor was to get the boat there. or maybe it was that uh, okay he got the okay yeah because he said something about <clears throat> definitely the boat in the yeah so one question i had was does danny really have to burn everybody alive like if you're trying to prove a point to the slavers and slavers bay or if you if she was going to torch like cersei right in front of everybody like i get that but like Varys. Yes, he betrayed you just now, but it's not like this dude has been plotting behind your back the entire time, at least that we know of. Like, he's been loyal. He's he's helped you out. He's gotten you allies. He's given you his counsel. Why not just take the dude's head off? Like, to me, like, that shows me... she has a dragon. I mean, but... Yeah. Wouldn't... Like, he's, you know, that's probably the thing. Like, I got a dragon and you still did this. 
I mean, but that's a dangerous line of thinking, and that just all leads back to Sam saying that shit to John. Like, you spared people. Why can't she? She's just there's there's some there's a screw loose up there, and it's it really got shook loose this episode. <clears throat> it's all that reading. Centuries of it, apparently, just makes you a, a psychopath. The uh, the scene with her and John, you pretty much you get to see that she's she's desperate at this point. Like the only thing that she really has, like she fully believes that she's about to become queen. So the only other thing that she wants that would make her happy that really she has left is the John romance. Yeah, and so his she's moral still... compass is not allowing that. Yeah, he, she's still gung-ho at the fact that they're related and moving on with their... Like, that didn't face her at all. Well, I think it's more of like she's trying to make see where his alliance, like... Because she has lost everybody else. That's what she was saying. Like, you know, there's I have no love here. Yeah, I mean, and she tells... Or he... She tells him that she loves him, but he doesn't say it really back. I guess he's... I think he's, like, shying away from... Like them actually hooking up, right? Well, but that's the thing is, if they, yeah, they expect to survive, and that's completely fine for Danny, and that would be completely fine when they went back to, you know, across the the water to back to where any anywhere over there. Yeah, but any of the Slavers Bay, anywhere, everybody else would be fine with it. What is Sansa and Arya and Bran? What are all and everybody in Winterfell? What are they all going to say about John? If he's banging his aunt, like that would be fine for him. And I guess everybody as a whole right now, like at this current moment, but down the road, like that would immediately lose him the North immediately after that. Like they're not going to support him for that. They're not down with that shit. Yeah. That's a good What would Ned Stark say? (laughs) What would Ned Stark say? Something noble and truthful. I don't know. I mean, that just, that's that thought. <laughs> yeah, I just that thought crossed my mind because you know he's not going to do it, and you know that that's just one more, one more rung on the ladder to madness that you're going to see. So, the uh... right, she had a good little saying there about the love or fear thing, and she's like, after he wouldn't catch her, she's like, fear it is or something like that. Yeah, and he says like, hmm, well then, or okay then, or or something little, like that, and she goes, a lot of fear, fear it is, or some, whatever the fuck yeah. she says. But yeah, like you know, at this point, like that's all she's got. And that's what I'm saying. Like she was very desperate. She knows that this she's not back home. She's not. There's a big difference in setting people free and coming to an area where people aren't slaves. And yeah, that, uh, she doesn't know how to rule that way. Right, where everybody's loving her. Hey, that uh, She's scene never... leading yeah. up to that was with her and Grey Worm. And that's yeah. the whole collar thing, and he threw it in the fire. And she's speaking whatever unsullied language it is to him. Yeah, what did that... she call him? Did he change? Like, it wasn't Grey Worm, it was Torgo Nudho. I, didn't she give them the 
option to change their names. Yeah, but I thought he kept it Grey Worm because that's what his name was when she came around and when he met Masandre. I don't actually speak that language, so I don't know. Well, they translated it on the screen for you, and that's what it was. It was She called him Torgo Nudo. Yeah, I don't, I don't know. Honestly, I didn't even catch that, to be honest. Yeah, the thing crazy. that I thought when that happened was that immediately struck a chord with me because why would she be speaking a different language in front of John? She's never had anything to hide from him before, so now you see just how much she trusts him. Even if, like, even if she didn't say anything, it's still like a very um, just a shitty thing to do to him. Like, just to put that that thought in his mind too. It's like all of a sudden you're speaking a different language in front of me. Yeah, that's not that doesn't look good for John's too dumb to pick up on that though. Well. I guess that's that's probably true. He is a he's just an idiot and showing it time and time again how stupid he really is. He is, he is a dummy. Just a fucking idiot from the start to finish. He's just a dumbass. I feel like I relate to Jon Snow in that fact though, because most of the time I'm <laughs> the dumbass thing. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah, just walking around like a dumbass. I've known you for a for a long time though, and I'm not. I'm not trying to be a dick when I say this. I, I haven't seen a lot of noble shit come from you when you're in there. <laughs> Especially if Celine Dion's involved. My noble deeds are small and vastly spread apart. You get to see the Hound and Arya. Me and Matt had actually discussed uh, earlier in the day that he didn't think that we were going to get to see the Hound and Arya before they got into King's Landing. Which we did. I mean, the scene really wasn't anything super important, really, other than just seeing that it's literally the two of them going through on their own. And you get to see them. I mean, they're trying to blend in, but it's like, how does someone that big blend in? Yeah. It was obviously much larger than everybody else. It looks like when they're on Tatooine and Obi-Wan's walking with his hood up. And if you saw a bunch of Jawas running. It's like, yeah, he doesn't stand out. Leave that hood up. You look completely normal. Super inconspicuous. Are you saying the hound's Jedi-like? Uh, very dark Jedi-like. He would be definitely a Jedi, a fallen Jedi that came back to the light side of the Force. I wonder how many Star Wars references I make on these podcasts. Can we start a, a tally of some sort? We get to see old Euron and his fleet next. And this is the, the big scene that they showed in the preview where he's looking up and you see the sun. And I, honestly, I kind of, I was half expecting that baby dragon theory. And I don't even know if we discussed that on here or not. But one thing that I read was saying that when Drogon had taken off and we didn't see him for like an entire season or however long it he was. He had laid eggs or something. Yeah, it was like they're saying that... Uh, scholars like not real life scholars but scholars in the game of Thrones, like in westeros whatever um they had said before that dragons could change their sex on a need be basis like frogs can and so they were basically saying i guess dinosaurs Uh, in jurassic park yeah hey it's just gives it more uh evolution or i don't know what word i was looking for anyways moving on um, I kind of <laughs> half expected that to happen. The other thing I was kind of wondering was like if maybe she finally got smart and would armor the dragon, but that didn't happen. Obviously, 
Uh, but she comes swooping down like a bat out of hell on Drogon. Fucking missile. Just starts torching shit. And this is like the first time you really see some sort of a tactic that works. It's not the tactic that I thought she was going to take. I fully expected her to end up like flanking them at some point. Because my thought too was why would why risk attacking the boats over the water if you could just take the city and what are they going to do from the water? I know they've got those spears, but at that point she could just go attack them next. Like what if she would have lost her dragon before take even the taking the city? Take the boats oh, off just... oh, and escape or any of that shit. That's true too. And so I guess we'll dragon. just, yeah, we'll just move on from that. I guess now that you've punched holes in that very quickly and effortlessly. Yep. Well, the, yeah. yeah, the dragon doesn't blow the hole in the front wall. That doesn't happen if it gets taken down by Euron again or the other one. Yeah. So, yeah, they completely lose if the dragon gets taken out. I guess a uh, high risk, high reward, because basically by the time she, anyone else even sees the dragon, Euron's completely gone. Cersei doesn't even know at this point. That's how quickly it happens. She just completely annihilates the entire Iron Fleet. Gone. I had a thought thought on that. Uh, th- does a dragon ever run out of fire, or is it just continuously mass producing fire? You know, I kind of thought that's a good that thought. Too. That's a good thought. Because I was like, this is kind of crazy how it just doesn't stop blowing fire. Throat doesn't As get any... sore. None of it. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> I... Clearly, I if that's the case. Drogon's stamina is like a plus 115. So a young man. Speed and comfort. He's just a young, young, young tyke out there torching shit. So from there, uh, shit really starts hitting the fan. Um, The army's standing there. You know, you get to see her come barreling through, torching shit. And everybody just pretty much realizes that we're all dead if we don't surrender. So you get to see that shot of uh, John standing there and the uh, Lannister army, you know, they start throwing down their swords and you kind of see him like relieved a little bit. Um, you get to hear the bells toll. That was a, a nice scene there where they're showing Danny sitting on the dragon overlooking the city and Cersei's up. It was what? It was tense when they were ringing the bell. Yeah. Waiting from the bell. Because all you heard was, ring the bell. Yeah, the people yelling. People screaming that. <laughs> but the thing I liked about the way they did that scene was when they were showing that, like just Cersei and Danny, the way they changed the audio out so that you couldn't hear it anymore. And it was just the focus was solely on them. And then right after you see the bells start to toll, you really get a couple good shots of the characters again, like what I was saying earlier where you get to see John, and he's immediately just like, oh, cool, like, I don't have to fight anymore. And then you see Cersei, and you can clearly see that she's defeated, and I think she just closes her eyes or whatever. And then you see Tyrion, who starts to look relieved, but then, and I didn't notice it until I rewatched it, 
he almost like glares at her after that. Like he like kind of starts to look relieved. And then he almost just kind of looks in the distance like this and like turns away. And I didn't really notice that the first time, but I think that like at this point he's, he's done. Like he just, even if, even if things didn't pan out the way that they did, Tyrion is going to try to dip out. That's what I thought at that, like when I saw his face like that. Oh, for sure. Like everyone should run. Yeah, I mean, she, I don't know. And then they show her, and you get to see her almost, like, I was waiting on her to look relieved. And it just never happened. And then, like, her lips started quivering, and she takes off. And you're just like, nah. Like, what's she about to do? <laughs> yeah, again, I thought, kill. Going, yeah, I thought she was going straight at Cersei. I didn't think she was going to do all the other shit. Yeah, yeah. They, made, they did a good job of making it look like she was going towards Cersei. And then, you know, you see her swoop down a little bit and torch those soldiers, and you're like, okay. And then the very next scene, like, I think it's like a half a second flash, and she torches a bunch of civilians. And I, like I said, I sat there just mouth open, just dumbfounded that she just did that. And Aaron Rodgers. Yeah, Where was he at? went nuts, too. He was in Lane. He was oh. a Lannister army. And then also, man, like again, they just took out the gold company. Company just like that. We didn't really get the like. I don't even know what they were for. Yeah, they were the, they were dragon fodder. Like, why even put them in the show? Just to set up that Cersei once again has the numbers and has an excellent chance of winning, so that they can do this. That dragon took those scorpions out pretty easily. All of them lined up against the wall or on top of the wall. Yeah, but, I mean, if you think about it, that would also make it a really easy, if she gets herself into a position, like like a, a good attack position like she did, they're all, she can literally just fly in a line. Yeah, take them all take out them all one out. Time. If they would have, I mean, I know there's no way to do that because they're placed strategically on the walls, but... That just, I mean, if she could get in, she could take him out very easily. And that, obviously, is what happened. But the thing that, like, caught me off guard a little bit was the concussive blast from the fire. Like, when I think of, like, fire burning something, I just think of the flames engulfing everything. This thing's, like, fucking torpedoing through bricks and mortar and shit and just... Like nothing. Melting shit. Everything's exploding. Just chaos. Just explosions of rock and shit everywhere for the remainder of the episode. You get to see Tyrion looking absolutely like just terrified and dumbfounded yeah, that shocked. she's doing this. You also see right then and there that he realizes he chose incorrectly. But the thing, one thing that I saw when I, when I rewatched that scene is like there was something. Is there, like, a significance to the bell toll and what it does, like, to her and to her dad? Because weren't they surrendered already? Like, the city had surrendered, but he locked himself in the Red Keep and wouldn't come out. Uh, and yeah. that's why... Tywin the, Lannister showed well, up. I guess the bells... Would the bells have told then? Is that, I is would, it like, a I would imagine. surrender thing? Yeah, it sounds yeah. like 
I would imagine. We'll just. Oh, those are the bells when like uh, somebody important dies too, right? That probably or is that. Is that all I, was, I, I guess. I, that would make sense. I guess I didn't really look up. I just had this culture in Westeros. <laughs> I just had this thought that you know when you're playing like Madden, and you get so mad you want to break your controller. Yeah. That's how mad Danny was, and I know how it feels to be under. <laughs> So you're the guy that defended <laughs> Stannis Baratheon for burning his daughter. Basically, just said like, "I get it. I've been so pissed off that if I had a dragon and could torch shit and blow up an entire city, I would do it if I got that pissed off." I understand her rage just from video games. In the midst of all the chaos, beginning you know outside, you get to see Grey Worm flip out. I think Matt started to say that. And as soon as you see that dude again, you just know, like, he's going to follow suit. And he chucks his spear, kills the guy that appears to be the head guy of at least that section of the right. Lannister army. And John's just still standing there in shock like he always does. Just never gets out in front of a problem ever. Always reacts too late. <laughs> Just standing there like an idiot. He should the have most surprised like, dude on the show. Yeah, he should have immediately been like, everybody, chill the fuck out. They've surrendered. Like, let's get the fuck out of here. Yeah, be the leader. To be fair, I don't think that he would think that the leader of the Unsullied would, like, have Not PTSD him. and break down. That's true. Yeah, and I said that last night. He clearly, whatever his name is, Grey Worm, we'll stick to that because cool. I don't know what yeah. the other shit is still. Um even if he doesn't follow the suit, like, you've got at least, I mean, I say, you know, the whole northern army, but how many people is that? They could have just started retreating. Or, you know, I don't know, man. Like, I guess it's just a fuck situation. But it ultimately, John ends up in the bloodbath, too, just having to defend himself while there's people getting slaughtered. Like, that shit gets brutal. Like, seeing Dude, the, the kids more. dead... Shit, Some of the dudes like, that get hit in the face, like it was pretty gory. It's the just Rocky buying unleashed too. That scene there with uh with Arya, that to me, that scene showed me she's the one that kills Danny. She has to be the one that kills Danny. I said it before. I think I said it last night with the theory of uh, Melisandre. Danny's got to be the green-eyed person. Just off that scene and that scene alone. Seeing that woman get cut down like that by the, the Thraki soldier, like the look that she has when she comes up from that, it's game over for Danny at that point. Regardless of what else happens, she's dead because of that right there. Dragon or not. While uh, Torgo or Grey Worm or, and Jon Snow are fighting? It has to be because that look that he gives Jon when Jon tries to stop the army too late as i said just it's game like they're they're meeting they're meeting up next episode they have to one way or another it's got to go down so while that's all going on we've got two other things in the midst of all of this you've got jamie running in to uh cersei's new lover euron or maybe flavor of the week whatever you want to call him um on and again yeah, cogging a wheel, pretty much. So, big well, note on Cersei. She's actually pregnant, right? I mean, this is the first time they actually affirmed that she looked more pregnant than she had looked in this episode than any of the other ones. 
I think. I mean, that was I a big question that was left in the air. Was was she just making all this shit up, or was it actually Jamie's baby? And I think she oh, it's Jamie's pregnant. baby, but she's trying to make it look like your own. Yeah, but I think she actually looked pregnant in this episode. They never directly, I don't think, say it, but yeah, I, I actually think she is. Well, I thought so too. She's pregnant, or was she's not? I was gonna say she's yeah, not now, and that that <laughs> concerns me because of her wine consumption. Yeah, they she didn't was, know about it then. Oh yeah, she did. Well, she they knew about it, but I'm saying you. they didn't she know about it in, in Game of Thrones times. Oh, what? I mean, they can they can make a zombie mountain yeah, that doesn't right. bleed. They don't, have, they don't have it. Yeah, it doesn't bleed at all. So I guess let's get right to that then. Um, as the Hound and Arya get in there to the Red Keep, the Hound, you have another really good scene with the Hound and one of the Stark girls. He basically tells her to go home. And it's a very, like, you you really get to see the most human side of him that we've seen yet. And he basically tells Arya, like, you know, you're not coming back if you follow me. She's going to, Cersei's going to die anyway. You need to get out of here. Like, get the fuck out of here. And she, you know, says, doesn't say hound or anything like that. She says Sandor, which is weird when you hear someone say his name because you never hear his name on the show, I feel like. Um, and you get to see, like, basically their little goodbye. And he goes on, and that finally leads to Clegane Bowl. After... You know, having 24 hours to process it, I am I'm disappointed in the way that it ended. But basically, what happens, obviously, is you got Kyburn. Yes, Kyburn. Cersei <laughs> in the mountain standing there, and Cersei basically tells the mountain not to uh, to leave her side. He looks back, starts to walk away. Kyburn speaks up, and he basically turns his head into a mushmelon and then chucks him like a ragdoll and splatters his brains. What does he say? He says something like, uh, Gregor, your queen gave oh. a command. Obey your queen. Yeah, obey your yeah. queen. And he <laughs> basically softens his head up and then throws him. So he's gone. Uh, it was kind of funny just to see that, you know, the Hound does not give a shit about Cersei. She walks by, they get into their, their slugfest. I was very concerned that he was going to pop his head like a grape, like he did to Oberyn. And I just, I don't know if I could handle that again. Really made me nervous. He like and, stabbed him through the gut and he just like... Pulled it back out like a mountain. Just pulls the sword back out. Insane. And no blood. Yeah, yeah I'm no confused blood. exactly what the mountain is there, but whatever. What he's always been, I guess, is what the hound said. Yeah, he, he definitely looks looked like different. Fucking monster. He looks like Kane. He kind of looked like a swollen version of Varys. <laughs> a little bit. <laughs> With Five days, slight... <laughs> a week after its expiration date. Yeah, a little sour. The milk's gone bad. <laughs> the mountain's gone bad, kids. 
that uh that results in uh him getting stabbed through the eyeball. And that how Arya told her told the hound that's how she was gonna kill him. Stabbed through, through the, the eye, eye in the back of the head, come out the other end. I do recall. Mm. Well, it didn't happen because the fucker pulls the knife out of his face and the hound says, Fuck it, let's end this. Takes him through the side of the brick or whatever, right down in the flames. And that's the end of the game bull. He gets the shit beat out of him, too. He does, but he takes a lick and keeps on ticking. Uh, Yeah, you know, the couple times that he laughed. Yeah, that was was enjoyable. Just like, this is fucking ridiculous. In story and plot and in actuality here. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, I I guess that was a joke. Yeah, that was kind of my question, too. It was like, if you get stabbed in the muscle, the muscle can't work just because you don't feel the pain. Are you drawing sketches right now? Is that what you're doing? I'm looking at my notes. Draw me like that. I, I your took a lot words. of them. <laughs> I'm All being, right, I'm being dr- somebody else is sketching me right now. I'm working on your eyes. Don't move. <laughs> All right, let's uh, let's go ahead and cut right there for our uh, little ad read. All right, we'll be right back. I would like to clarify that my disappointment with Game Bowl is not because the Hound died. I fully expected the Hound to die. However, I had in my head that we were going to see another another chance for Arya to see him dying. I think we discussed it last night. I fully expected her to cut the mountain's head off for a minute, and it didn't happen. But I did expect the hound to be injured, but when, with or without Arya's help, and be mortally injured. You know, like on his deathbed. And I expected Arya this time to put him out of his misery. Just to show where their relationship is at this point. Where, as compared to where it was last time. And also that scene in whatever episode that was um, where he says, are you going to let me leave me to, to die the next time or something? And she kind of smirks and says probably or something like that. Like, I just yeah, expected that, that to not be the case. That, that was the last episode when they first left for... Yeah, you're right. Left wonderful, yeah. Yeah, it... uh. Which was, out that way. By the way, it's bullshit that they we couldn't have had a scene with them on the road running into a hot pie or something. I mean, we're at the point you can't, you don't have yeah, you know, they don't, they don't Isn't hot pie like the Behringer of death? Every time you see him, <laughs> something's about to happen. And it's going to make know. you some bread for the road. You got to have carbs on a long travel. That's what I always say. Sure do. Um, the other side of that is uh, old Jamie and Euron duking it out, and this shit is equally as ridiculous as the Hound and Mountain fight. Except Jamie plays the role of the Mountain this time, and he becomes a human pincushion. Yeah, celebrity death match. Shit, <laughs> <laughs> it, uh, it just. Dude, when he gets stabbed, I'm like, like even though I I fully expect Jamie to die, I did not expect him to die 
like obviously the way that he did maybe, but I, I didn't expect him to die at the hands of Euron, and that's what I actually thought was going to happen. Well, Especially he says, when he yeah, stabs I him. Killed, I killed Jamie Lannister as he's like walking away. Like yeah. those are his dying the, words. The man who killed Jamie Lannister. Yeah. That nobody will know. What's he say to Jamie? I fucked the queen. I'm, yeah, on, I am the king. It's on like Donkey Kong after that. That shit's pretty brutal when he's the way that Jamie stabs him and like turns the sword and shit. Yeah. Just to make sure that he's not not gonna make it. But I mean we covered a lot like specifically this scene last night on the reaction thing. And I don't want to beat a dead horse, but it's like there's no fucking way Jamie makes it all the way back to Cersei at the Red Keep. He got two major organs stabbed, whichever ones they may be. What do you mean two? Like that first blade he stabbed him with was what a good at least I don't know, 15, 16 inches, maybe? Yeah, yeah, that's what I'm saying. I'm that's just... going through, like, everything. Maybe not quite that long. But even if it's 12 inches, that's what she said. Mm-hmm. Um, that's still going to do a lot of damage, especially at the angle that he stabbed him at. And then for him to get stabbed again, like where he did, regardless if it was above his hip, I thought he got stabbed, like, in the hip. And it's like, there's no way. But even with that, there's no way you're walking um, that here's far a, here's without bleeding now. Maybe he has like an eighth of the Wolverine's healing power. Which, when you have a gold hand, yeah, I see that. Yeah, I think that would be a lot less than an eighth of Wolverine's healing power. I've thrown out a number I'm not really <clears throat> good with factions. That meme, <laughs> did you guys see the meme that I posted? I stole it from the Our Thrones shit on Twitter. I put it on the uh, winners here. Twitter, that one of uh, Arthur, but it doesn't have a hand, and it's talking about Jamie. That shit had me rolling. That was like probably of all of them. That was like the the funniest one I've seen yet, and I don't know why I thought it was so damn funny. But back to what either. we were, you know, back to the lecture at hand. Um, Jamie defeats Euron, makes his way back to uh, to Cersei. Um, while this is all going on, you know, Arya's sprinting through the. The streets getting the shit kicked out of her. I feel like every time I turn around, Arya's they're trying to make me have a heart attack over Arya's death. I just yeah, don't want it to crazy. happen. She's like Bottle the weird of Game of Thrones, you know? She's like always the underdog. I mean, not at this I mean, not at this point. She's not the underdog now. She killed yeah, the fucking she the killed Night King. Night King. <laughs> it made it yeah. seem to me that they're making her an underdog again. It was very they tried to make it very suspenseful and they succeeded. Like I said last night, very similar to the Battle of the Bastard scene where John's getting crushed. But she uh, <coughs> ends up she ends up making it out alive. And I mean, pretty much, unless I'm missing something other than Jamie and and Cersei, the, pretty much the rest of the episode is just basically Danny doing like a maze through the city, just torching everything. Just buildings yeah. crumbling left and right. Like we mentioned last night, the wildfire. Yeah, wildfire <laughs> blowing up and shit. Just there's not much left of King's Landing at this point. Whatsoever. She wanted a, a convertible for her throne room. <laughs> she wanted to have an open ceiling so her dragon could yep. fly in and out. Yep. Well, guess what? She's got plenty. Of, I mean, once all the fire stops and goes out, 
Yeah, mission successful. She has plenty of room to land her dragon wherever the hell she wants. For they could sure. even fit the, the 50 people left in the city in the throne room, too. Uh, is there that many people left? That's the big <laughs> thing I touched on last night. Like, there's no way that she didn't take out a shit ton of her own army. Just not not like by direct fire, but by all the damage she had done structurally to that city. But if she you had noticed, have... Game of Thrones, people just multiply somehow, so... They yeah, must. Like, they must. Well, the army she has in the previews for the next episode, just like. But still, if you if you multiply four times four, that's still only sixteen. True. There shouldn't be that many people. Like, I like we didn't even get to see the numbers. Like that's the screwy thing about all this. Is did we ever get an aerial shot of the numbers? We didn't, right? Like we didn't get to see anything except for. When John and the Dothraki are right there, which is very limited numbers, you only yeah. get to see the Dothraki, or I'm sorry, the Unsullied, my bad, the Unsullied army, when she's talking to Cersei last episode or whatever, she's standing there, and there's not that many there, to me. To I don't think that I was saw. the whole army, though. Well, I think that was just they had the Northern army. army also. But that's my thing, is like, why did we not, I guess, why did we not get to see what was there? You don't deserve to. Every other time we've seen, we got to see the Golden Company all lined up and yeah, shit. Yeah, they and showed exactly what Cersei had. Thing about this show that I, it hates me and wants to hurt me. That's brutal, man. These showrunners. It's a bully. They're already lined up to do a Star Wars trilogy soon, so they're just trying to rush through this fucking shit. These producers. Hey, they really? They got a Star Wars it. thing. Yeah, they got a Star Wars trilogy they're doing. After this episode nine, right? No, separate than that. Wow, okay. Is this why I'm making subliminally so many Star Wars references on here? Yeah. Uh, yes, probably. I feel like I am one. I'm in tune with the Force right now. It was meant to be. Everything wraps up with, uh, you know, you basically see that the city is decimated. Um, Jamie... And Cersei are trying to get away. That doesn't happen. Just there's been so much damage that any any escape route they have is completely blocked. Um, a lot of people are pissed off about the way they died. <clears throat> kind of made it meaningless. Yeah, it sucked. Cersei did definitely deserve some kind of violent thing one yeah. way or another. <laughs> Not that rocks falling on your head isn't fucking violent. Yeah, I mean, she got to go out with Jamie, which there's no other way she'd want to go out. So what? And, yeah, I don't know. I, gives a shit how she feels now. That's the thing. Yeah, the she, one, she was all crying and stuff, too. Like, Yeah, why did they, they like really humanize? Why did they yeah, humanize her? Right before after they all killed this, her. Yeah, after all this time, why humanize her At the right very before? End. That's the thing. Like, I don't, I don't care how she died. I was more upset that Arya, this entire time, we've been waiting to see Arya wipe names off her list. And she all of a sudden just says, nope, I'm done. We just saw last episode. Well, she I mean, dude, there's so many the people hound. that wanted to kill Cersei. I know, but 
even and then like, we don't get to have anybody kill them. I yeah, understand what you're saying too. Yeah, I'm just more pissed about the whole Arya thing because the conversation with the Hound, where they both say like, "I don't, I don't plan on coming back." That's what she's been going for the entire time, and she's just gonna. I, I understand why she did it. Don't get me wrong. Like I don't. I'd love to see her survive, but she just turns around and goes. You do get the scene where you know you see her not be you don't you see that she's not a completely cold-hearted killer she there's still emotion there she tries to save all those people and get them out of the city alive which i don't think works out really for anybody um not too well. but, yeah but like what i was saying is you get to see uh that pretty much king's landing is in ashes or going to be in ashes soon uh this white horse rolls up and she's gone and that's kind of how things end and I, I don't know. I just I didn't expect to see Danny. I expected her to flip out, but I didn't expect the decimation that she she was responsible for this episode. I wanted to uh, touch on what Adam touched on last night about that white horse man possibly being a brand worked into it or whatever. Like, I think there's a lot of uh, relevance to that. Do you know what my problem with that theory is? It's the white horse from Lord of the Rings, like the king of the horses. He just made an appearance in Game of Thrones. This is my I don't know, but this horse was obviously in the fight. And then, you know what I mean? Like, he, like, warged into it. This is my problem with that, is that requires Bran to do something productive. Something. (laughs) At all, maybe, maybe contribute that's to the storyline at all. You should. I mean, I guess that would be cool if he did work into the horse. To like I said, I mean, I'm not trying to be stupid here, but like he finally would have done something really productive. But we, I mean, I don't know. We'll still got another episode to see if his story is going to come to fruition or not. But uh, one thing I was. One thing I noticed about Varys' death was you didn't hear him screaming, kind of like we were talking. I don't know if we talked about that on the podcast or not or if that was after. But when Shireen dies, you hear her screaming. When Varys dies, there's no screaming. That's Probably a quicker burn. Yeah, I was thinking that. Like, they set the wood on fire to kill Shireen. It's got to, like, slowly heat up. Okay, That dragon breath is probably much hotter. Where were you asked, Clowns, when I wrote these notes down last night while I was talking to you specifically, Matt? I just thought of that. Do you write notes like, oh, I can't wait till he brings this up. I'm immediately going to make it sound stupid. Yeah, Brian brought it up first. But I thought of that. It's probably more of a concentrated fire. Probably hotter. I mean, he's a big-ass dragon, so we've got that. Really, this podcast, Cody, is us trying to make you look like shit. Well, luckily, I don't need that much help. So you don't have to try that hard. Something uh, back to the cool game, the whole man Cersei, right after Quiburn got killed, how she just scooted on by, like, uh, excuse me. Yeah, I mean, say anything. Yeah, he, the Hound, wasn't there for her, and he wasn't even he wasn't disrespectful her whatsoever. He even says your grace to her when he sees her. He doesn't give a shit who the queen is. He's not here for Danny. He's not here for Cersei. He doesn't give a shit who's on the throne. He's there to kill the mountain. 
And that's never you've never not like you've never doubted that whatsoever. The only time he's he's kind of went away from that mission was to be with one of the Stark girls. That's the only loyalty he has, and that's more lo- like there's more loyalty there than towards any queen. Yeah. Is there anything left in the whole world that can kill a dragon now? Probably not, right? I mean, a lot of times, if you can't defeat the weapon, you defeat the wielder. So, I mean, if... I guess that's Ooh, something to think about, too. write that too. down, too. <laughs> I guess that's something to think about, too. What happens if if she does... Like, let's say she's on the dragon and she gets killed. What is Drogon's response? Jon Snow. Did you say Jon Snow? Yeah. What about yeah, He's him? probably sad for a while. Ride but, that. Um, yeah, I'm sure John could ride the dragon. From I, mean, I, I haven't read the books. Just everything that I've read, and most of the shit quotes like text. I'm using air quotes on that from Westeros or whatever, like files, whatever you want to call them, libraries. There's one dragon for or one rider for one dragon, and they don't ride another dragon. And well, no dragon an rider shape. rides like <coughs> without the without the. Well, I thought I thought they they insertion. stayed with one person until that person <laughs> died, then someone else can ride that dragon. Yeah, I don't know. I guess there's some rules we need to look into before we can continue that. But I just I don't know that I didn't really think about that till just now. I guess so. I hadn't put a lot of thought into Drogon's reaction. I would just immediately think he would go into a rage and start killing anything and everything because. There's no one to rein him in. Um, I don't know. I don't know what happens next episode with Danny. Like how her death is going to happen. But like I said, I firmly believe that it's Arya. Um, I guess before we go into <coughs> a whole lot of uh, stuff for what's going to happen next episode, I just would like to toot my own horn for a minute. And. Uh-oh. I said that the wildfire was going to go off because of the dragons. So I was right on that all along. Pat on the back. Thank you. And the Valonqar theory did not come true. That's what everybody wanted. That's why everybody's so pissed off the way Cersei died. A lot of people are mad. You didn't get to see the Valonqar theory. And I have been talking to Matt about that for a long time now. Is You see Maggie the Frog's. Didn't it technically come true five. from the show, not the books? Yeah, the, the show, show doesn't everything, really... Yeah, everything on the show is is correct. And that culminates in her never giving birth to that kid. Maggie the Frog told her she'd only have three kids, and the king would have two. <laughs> she only had three. Yeah, I mean, it depends on how literal you want to get. I mean, did, did Cersei actually die, like, by the hand of Jamie. Kind of. I mean, maybe. it says, doesn't it say like the hand of the Valonqar will wrap its hands around your throat or whatever? Like it makes it sound like she's getting choked. I'm not saying that it happened because I'm accurate. So fuck you for trying that. Um, <laughs> but yeah, Maggie the Frog's prophecy came true. Melisandre's conversation with Varys came true about both of them having to die there. Uh, Danny's vision. Um, Back from whatever, what season was that? Was that season three? The pirate priest stuff and the... The the real weird shit in Karth. 
that goes on. Yeah, they call in the in the temple, the dead or whatever. Let's see the, the house. Well, whatever season it was, that her her vision comes true. So you get to see some stories wrap up there. Staying with Danny, something I wanted to get back to was the uh, emaciation and isolation discussion. Everybody's all upset about her flipping the way that she did. Like, I've read a bunch of shit, actually some very well-written stuff about her very quick turn for the worst. And everybody's, like, acting like she's, like, this, the ending to this plot doesn't match her character arc. And it's something that we've kind of touched on a little bit, but it's like, look at the shit that just happened to her. Like, we we made the comments about Grey Worm having PTSD. What's going on with her right now? Everybody close to her, her entire life is is dead. Like her brother, even though he was a piece of shit, still her brother. Like the only family that she knew about at the time. He's dead. Drogo's dead. Jorah, Masande, everybody's dead. She's killed Varys. Jon's like, betrayed her at this point and shunned her, doesn't want her love. Like she flipped shit. Why is yeah, that think, so shocking? I think people are upset with how quickly it happened. Just how quickly she turned to deciding, you know, because it seemed like Tyrion was really there and it was supposed to be her like falling in love with John. And the point was, was John was supposed to teach her or at least show her to be more merciful as she's queen. But that was supposed to be something that as a Targaryen was going to be the hardest thing for her to pick up like along the line. And she didn't really like once it came down to it and she felt betrayed, she had she didn't have mercy for anybody. Did you expect her like that to happen though? Did you honestly expect John to be there with her and he's like fighting with her and she thinks of it as like, oh, he completely betrayed me because he won't sleep with his aunt. And, like, I, I, I fully think that that's the only reason why he doesn't want to, like, hook up with her is because they're related. Or at least it kind of yeah, makes it totally. seem like that. Like, that's she's not, cool with it, but he's not. And yeah. to her, he's complete. But he's fighting for her army, like, in the Well, yeah, he recognizes her as his queen. Yeah. But she's trying to have it be more than that because of who he actually is. So that's part of, of her going nuts, I guess. Well, the yeah, point, she, she that's, that's what very I was alone. Thinking. Yeah, that's what I'm getting back to is we see her. She she looks emaciated. You can she looks like she hasn't slept, she hasn't been eating, she's looking rough. She's isolated, completely isolated from what like what she's used to. She's across the way, far, far from home. She struggled with, you know, like what I was saying earlier from from freeing people and immediately them loving you to have to try to show people why they should love you. She's struggling with all of that. She feels completely alone now. Like that's like basically that's a, just a mix, a perfect mix for someone to just fly off the deep end. And it just so happens to the person that has a very, very, very deadly dragon with her. So, I mean, I'm not, I'm not shocked by that shit. And we've talked about this the entire time. Like, we got to start wrapping shit up. We got one episode left. You have to start tying up loose ends. And there's no way to give every single person 
a big humongous death like old Harry Strickland. <laughs> some some people have to die running like a little bitch, like running like he stole something. And then you can't I mean, I guess you would expect more for Cersei, you would expect a more violent death, but in a way it also ended the way that you would think that it would end with her and Jamie, one way or another. It would have been more fun if Arya killed her, yes, but you got to anyone. Yeah, I, I get it. Questions I have. Do we get to see some sort of a reaction from Brienne next episode? Or see her at all? Yeah, sure. For a minute or two. I don't think very long. They, they obviously have to cut down how much screen time they give certain characters, right? It's the final episode. See a reaction from her on what? About Jamie's death. Like, were they sending ravens? I mean, shit. No, I'm just saying, like, as when it, like, in regards to Danny, she's right, that's going to be more animosity towards Danny. I mean, if I guess if there's even any shot of that being possible once everybody finds out what happens. And what do you mean are they sending ravens? They have Bran. And he ain't doing shit up there. Oh, right, right. So he should be given at least play by play at this point. Yeah. Um, I'm. Actually, looking forward to to John seeing what he does and what he's responsible for next episode, if he can make a move and not be a fucking idiot for once, because the look on his face was horror. Yeah, just no idea what to even do. Didn't expect that to happen. I mean, even like I guess that's way like a billion times worse than anybody's worst case scenario would have been. Um, I did have a question written down about is Sir Davos alive, but I'm pretty sure you see him in the preview, which we're going to get to in a minute. Um, back to Bran, do we get to see anything from him? Like something I had discussed earlier on one of the other podcasts we they did have to was something, man. Well, like I was kind of thinking, hope. maybe do they, you know, use him to show to tie up some loose ends or something real quick, like just bits yeah. and pieces and stuff to wrap up, I or hope. do we get any of that? I think Bran heads north. Really? Yeah, helps rebuild the wall. Bran the builder? <laughs> Not with his legs. Tell me. Uh, what? Oh, I'm like, what did you think we met, dude? What did this wheelchair do? Now he's going to Professor X that shit. He's his mind. Not with his yeah. legs. He's going to warrior into a mammoth and pull shit around. Let me let me wheel these couple bricks up. I'll be right back to tell you another story about this cool wheelchair I saw. <laughs> Jesus. Remember yeah. Rock was? They've got they got a lot of shit to wrap up in one episode still. There's no way that <sighs> Sansa, John, Arya, Danny, Tyrion, there's no way they all survive. We still have to, to see Braun again, right? Yeah, for I mean, that's that. Yeah, that's what I said. He's only going to show up if Tyrion's still alive. I don't think he's going to show up like after Tyrion dies. If he dies, give him anything though. Yeah, Tyrion's the only ticket he has to Highgarden. Yeah, that's true. I guess I didn't really think about that with uh, Cersei dying. Jamie's dead. Yeah, so is Jamie. So I mean, there's really no one to to pay up other than Tyrion, I guess, but. I don't know that Tyrion's going to be able to pay. I did kind of start thinking maybe 
Wouldn't it be fucking stupid if Braun like shoots Danny with a cross that crossbow? Mm. I like it. That would just oh god! Can you imagine how pissed people would be? I couldn't wait to read Twitter if that happened. Probably break my television. <laughs> or or if you had a dragon, you would just would pillage an entire city said, and burn. You, you would be upset that Arya wasn't the one, or, or what? Area man arrested for burning his couch on his lawn. Story at 11. Dreaming shit about Game of Thrones and how pissed off you are. <laughs> Fuck these writers. On Sunday night. So you think the ending's going to be disappointing? I don't know. The thing that I'm kind of wondering about that, like not to jump back to Bran, but the thing that I'm kind of starting to wonder about is do we get to see that stuff with – there being spinoffs down the road because if they're going to show, you know, if you're going to do something about like the Night King and all that, you can't have Bran tell you the story or you don't have a story to tell. We've already seen them in battle in way bigger numbers than they're going to have in any of these spinoffs. I would imagine. So what can they show? I mean, other than like just using Bran to tie up the little loose ends, like, I don't know. I don't know what they could possibly show because if they, what if they show something, and then they start doing these? (laughs) Well, you can show whatever, man. Like these spinoffs are their own thing. Like I don't think this show has any responsibility. I mean, it's gonna be a whole different set of people doing them. I get that, but what I'm saying is, if if we're using brand to see the past and to tie up loose ends that we didn't get to see yet. If they do something there with him and something of that involves or is is involved in a spinoff, then you've got like a Game of Thrones canon problem in the mix. Does that make sense? Sure. You can't have something on one show, regardless if it's five years from now, you can't have something on that show that takes place in Westeros that conflicts with what your your basis of everything else started with. Yeah, you can. It's like X Men. They just go back in the no, past. Be, yeah. because they no. You, you know how many times they redid the start of Spider Man. <laughs> don't start this bullshit with me. God, Batman's been made eighteen times now. Yeah, how's that working out for DC? It's working out real well for him. Time, time travel works really well. No, it doesn't. Not in my brain, and that's what pisses me off. Like with Endgame. Sorry, spoiler alert. If you haven't watched that yet, get out from under the fucking rock and watch it. Go see it. That just makes my like. It makes me go brain dead. I cannot. I if I start if I'm watching a movie and they start showing time travel shit, I completely stop watching the movie because I get so just caught up in my own head. Like, wait, what? What? What would that do? What would that do? And it's like, all right, I hate this. Just get past it, please. Let's move on. Hey, yeah, that's why Endgame was so great. It was nuts. I didn't, I didn't stay through the credits. Was there anything? No, I don't think so. No. There wasn't. Yeah. I'm glad we got on Avengers, which we do want to do a podcast of, just for the record, somewhere in the very near future. But I guess back to Thrones. Back off to the preview. Um, you get to see Arya looking pretty pissed off. You get to see Tyrion which to me, it looks like he's walking towards something. You don't know what, but I almost feel like he's walking towards Danny to basically get his judgment for what's gone 
what's happened so far, I guess, maybe to face her for the first time after all this or something. But you also get to see a shit ton, kind of what we were saying earlier, way more Unsullied and Dothraki than there's possibly left. Like, there's no way. And I'm not trying to punch holes in the plot and, like, shit on the writers at this point. Like, it's just plain as day. There's no way they had that many fucking people left. These guys are already injured from a big-ass battle where you got your ass handed to you until, luckily, someone bailed you out by killing the Night King. Who are you going to put it on, the actors? I mean, I know. That's not what I'm saying. It's definitely on the writers. I'm just not trying to shit on them at that point. Like, I'm not trying to bash it because I think that regardless of how rushed it was, I think that they succeeded in showing or giving you something that you didn't expect to happen, which has been the case this entire time. Whatever you expect to happen is not going to happen. And they held true to that, especially with Cersei and Jamie, and everybody's pissed off about it. Because even on the flip side, if the shit happened the exact way that we wanted it to happen, every, there'd still be people bitching saying, like, oh, you didn't know that was going to happen? I knew that shit after I read book two. Like, well, that's so stupid shit. just enjoy things for the way they are anymore. Yeah. Well, um, yeah, at the, well, at this um, point, it doesn't um, even matter yeah. with the army. They're not fighting anybody. So and I guess it doesn't matter how many of them they have. Yeah. <laughs> Half of them. I don't know that uh that preview I got a very like where they show uh Danny walking out to kind of look over everything. I got a very like and I'm sorry for doing this again, but like a very Darth Vader and Emperor Palpatine looking out the Death Star window vibe from that scene. What's that from Star Wars? Definitely saw Hitler a little bit too. <laughs> Yeah, it's uh, it's not looking good for uh, everybody involved. There's no coming back from this regardless. She has to die. There's no way she survives. I just don't know how it's going to happen still. And I don't know. I don't Remember know. I'm, around, you think there's going to be like a Super Bowl celebration? Like confetti is going to fall down and shit? Just the ashes. The ashes are already falling. So they've already got that working for them. The confetti, though. Just a big Super Bowl celebration. Yeah, I mean, they'll... Uh, it's been eight years. We deserve it. They'll celebrate with, like, the 11 people that are left in King's Landing. Yeah. The Rager. I don't know. You got you got some shit to wrap up still. Like, we got to see... You got to go back to Winterfell at some point. Like, you can't just completely skip out. Like, something's got to happen. Like, this shit can't end with everything. Like, stuff happening in King's Landing and in Winterfell and not coming together, right? Like, there's no way that can happen. Yeah, Sansa's still important to the story. Yeah, she and, has to. And be. She she pissed off Daenerys, so you know she's gonna get some revenge. Like, bitch, you looked at me wrong. What if what if Danny really ends up killing Tyrion and Jon and heading north? And this whole time, while I've been talking shit about Bran, he took those crows way, 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 way north and found some long lost magical creature, like a unicorn. And he's going to come back flying on like a rainbow and save Sansa from the big bad witch. And Sansa sits on the throne with heartbroken Brienne of Tarth. I don't think uh, John will die, man, but I definitely could see Tyrion dying next episode. I, for the longest time, I, he's the one person that I would have picked that I didn't want to see die. And I just feel like the way that everything's been going for him, 
especially yeah. this season. I feel like he has to at this point. Yeah, and even, just yeah. I know it doesn't matter because there's only one episode left. But even if he survives the next episode, what's left of Tyrion? Yeah, who knows what role he'll play? Has I mean, no family left. He's he's broken at this point. Like he's, we already saw that he's ready to die, and you motherfuckers were talking about oh. I think that uh, Arya and Tyrion are going to fall back in love. Like, no, yeah, is he even going to yeah, survive? Yeah, that was, I'm coming yeah. to that. Well, there's there's still, like, hey, yeah. there's still one episode left, man. I mean, I don't know. I just don't know how they're going to wrap, like, all this shit up together and make sense of it. They're not. I did, not- like, I, I want to acknowledge this, Adam, and give Tom some credit on the podcast. If For those of you listening, it's... Uh, Trashman138, his uh, theory about John and Ghost, the way that John sent Ghost off to prevent him from dying at King's Landing in case shit went wrong. That was a, you know, a, a nice little, nice little thoughtful moment that could have happened there. I, I doubt wanted, it. I just wanted a hug. It's just John making more, more decisions randomly at the. At, on a whim, I guess. Um, tactician. Yeah, master tactician. Hmm. He should get a trophy or something for the the great decisions he's made from the, from the start of this show. I don't know. Anybody else got any thoughts, theories, anything? I'm just gonna go into it, trying to be as positive as possible. <laughs> I don't have high hopes. It sucks, man. You know what I mean, dude? Like, I've been very invested in Thrones all these years. Yeah. Oh, trust me. I know. That's the reason I started watching it was because I got so sick of you guys having hour-long conversations about the shit and me literally having no idea what was going on. You're welcome. Yeah. Thanks for that. Thanks for the heartache. The years and years of heartache. Yeah, I don't know. Like, I just, I guess when I watch it, I don't really, I don't care how they finish it. I'd like to see Arya kill Danny, but at this point, there's I don't think that there's a single theory that I had of what was going to happen left at this point. Yeah, that's I'm fair. still holding on to Sansa taking the throne. Yeah, me too. I think that'd be sweet ending. I don't. I don't know that there's going to be a throne left. I said that, and I don't really even know what's left. How much of the red keeps left at this point? Probably none, because is, is that where come. the throne is? Isn't it? I don't know. Yeah. yeah. What it was? I don't know. One episode left. A lot of shit to wrap up. We'll be back uh, Sunday night after the season finale. Series. With our reactions. Sorry, sorry. Series finale. Forever. My cry. I don't know. (laughs) We'll see you guys on Sunday. Thanks for listening. Thanks for listening. Smell you later. High in the halls of the kings who are gone, Jenny would dance with her ghosts. The ones she had lost and the ones she had found and the ones who had loved her the most. The ones who'd been gone for so very long.
She couldn't remember the names. They spun her around on the damp old stones, spun away all her sorrow and pain.